You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. If you want to grow your business or you want to take it to the next level, I have an answer for you because my guest is Julie Solomon, who is an expert in digital marketing, PR, and personal branding, and she's a host of the chart-topping podcast, The Influencer Podcast. So in this episode, Julie will be providing so much great information and I highly recommend you take notes. So in this episode, Julie and I will be discussing five mistakes successful entrepreneurs make and how to overcome them. What should you do if you don't know where to start growing the business of your dreams? Should you niche down? If so, what's the best way? How to land a brand deal? How to pitch the brand of your dreams? What's the difference in content creators and the ones who feel trapped in research? how to stay consistent in your content, what trigger words to use to keep followers on your page and to attract them, what other signs that you need to hire a coach, and what's the value of coaching. Also, Julie is explaining all the coaching programs she has that help entrepreneurs to grow their business and take it to the next level to seven-figure income businesses. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Bond podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Julie. How are you? I am great. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you on my podcast. Yes, me too. Thank you so much for having me. And just to give you guys a story on how I know Julie, she was the one, like the first one I ever took a course from because when I was starting being an influencer, it was very important to know how to negotiate deals and how to score partnerships. And it was like nowhere found, like no information was nowhere to found on how to pitch brands. And Julie was the one who launched the course and I took her course it was back in the days. When was it like four years ago? I think so. Yeah. I remember you seeing you were, you were kind of um, at the beginning, it might've been 2016. Um, yeah. and I remember, yeah, I remember seeing you in the group 
up and having you there. And um, yeah, it's, it's crazy just how much everything has grown and exploded since then. I know time flew by and it's just now there are like so many other courses everywhere, but there at that time there were none. I know. I mean, it's, it, it was just kind of at the beginning of, of this whole world that we're, that we're now living in. Yeah. You have an amazing background, so we would love to learn more about you. So would you please tell our listeners about yourself? Yeah. So um, my name is Julie Solomon. I am the the creator of Pitch It Perfect, which is the program that we were just talking about that teaches influencers and bloggers how to pitch and land brand deals so they can make a lot of money. I'm also the founder um, and host of the Influencer Podcast, which you can listen to on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are available. Um, I've been doing that uh, since 2017 and love to do that and have fun. And we talk all things influencer marketing, blogging, branding, business strategy, you name it. And I'm also the founder of a high-level mastermind and accelerator program called Mind. So what that is, is that it's for women who are one, really make, you know, either their influence that they've built into more of a long-term profitable business, or there's somebody that they may have the business foundation laid, but they don't have that influence and impact piece that they're wanting to really kind of become more of that household name into really a mass exposure. So in the higher level mastermind programs, we help women do that, that, you know, they've seen success. It's not for those that are just starting out. It's for those that have kind of gotten themselves to a certain level and they're ready to kind of expand that. Um, And those are kind of the three worlds that I live in. That's amazing. And I know your podcast, I listen to it all the time. I love it. And I found so many people on it that I connected with and they connected with me too. And I've kind of learned a lot from them as well. It's very helpful. Yeah. Thank you. It's it's a joy to do. Yeah. And how did you start your career as an entrepreneur? So yeah, I actually started after I graduated college in the PR world. So I was a publicist for years before I um, started my own business. And that's really what helped me leverage so many brand deals as a blogger when I first started out because I knew how to pitch and I understood public relations and I understood marketing and communications and all of those things. And so very early on in my um, kind of influencer career, I didn't have a lot of followers, but I was making 10, 20, $30,000 a month because I knew how to pitch myself. And so at the time I was still doing blogging and I was still doing PR and I really started to look around and I noticed that there were a lot of, you know, women like me who were these influencers and bloggers and they were growing a following, but they weren't making any money. And so they kind of looked popular on the outside, but on the inside, they didn't have any money to show for the influence that they were growing. And that's when I really knew that, you know, I needed to, you know, support these women and help them. And the way in which I could do that is teaching them how to make money and teaching them how to pitch. And so that is where, Pitch It Perfect um, was created kind of from that. So it was from my my background of PR that um, that I created that course. And that's why that course is so successful. I mean, I say, as you mentioned earlier, like there wasn't really any courses out at that time, you know, that taught on this and that. But what I really say about Pitch It Pitch It Perfect, the, the reason why it's been around longer than any other course has, the reason why it's simply one of a kind, I, you know, I often say that it's often, you know, uh, imitate, du- imitated, but it's never duplicated. And that's really because it works. If you 
take the course, if you learn the strategies, if you show up, if you get in the community, if you ask questions, and if you're consistent, it will work for you and you will make a lot of money. And it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter if you're just starting out. It doesn't matter if you've been at it for a long time. We have, as you know, students in that course that, you know, they have 300 followers and they're making you know, consistent money, thousands of dollars of money every single month because they know how to show up, they know how to cultivate a brand, and they know how to pitch themselves. And so that's why it works so well. And I really do attribute my background in publicity and PR as being that unique factor that makes it work because I came I came in it not just somebody who was just a blogger and kind of did it herself and kind of this is what I learned so I'm going to teach you no this is actually strategy that has worked for decades in the advertising marketing and PR world and this is how I'm going to show you how to take that strategy and use it in this new influencer space it's definitely very helpful I kind of I mean it totally paid off in the first even less than months because when you know the right things to say to the brand, then it's actually working. And you don't just get like no answer, I mean, or silence in return. Exactly. And I think that that's, you know, and there's many different ways in which people have kind of learned how to do that over the last few years. But that just kind of goes to show anybody that's listening is that the foundation of anything never changes. You know, the foundations of marketing, the foundations of communications, the foundations of just knowing how to properly communicate and talk to another human being, that's not going to change no matter what happens to an algorithm or what happens to a platform or if, you know, people are now shifting focus to TikTok instead of Instagram. None of that matters if you have the foundation laid. And that's why I'm so um, passionate about teaching women how to lay the foundation so they can actually not just be popular, but really be profitable over time and make a lot of money and really have the life that they've always wanted. Yeah, that's very important. And what question that my fellow blogger friends, influencers ask me all the time, some of them have trouble with selling themselves too short because, you know, the always question they get is, when the brand is asking like okay well how much is your price and sometimes they ask well how much is your budget and then sometimes i've had friends complaining to me that they had no answer in return or you know i believe in that if you get 10 no's and one yes then your price is right because if you get nine yes and one no that means you're selling yourself too short what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the most important, you know, piece to that at the end of the day is it's really about, you know, pitching, right? You, you got to make a pitch, you got to make an offer, because if you're not getting a yes or a no, that means that you're not making any pitches. And a lot of times that just comes from, you know, a confidence piece. And then a lot of times people are afraid that they're not going to make any money. And so they're just kind of like, well, I'll just take whatever I can get. But really the goal here, and you just kind of hit on it a little bit is, and what I always tell people is, it's not about getting yeses, it's more about getting the nos. You want to get as many no's as you possibly can, because that's where you learn and that's where you can pivot and strategize and reposition your offering and make more money. So it's great to give them yeses, but if you're not getting any no's, that's a problem because then you're not giving yourself the opportunity to learn and to grow and to make more money in the future. 
So what I kind of like to say is, you know, the first thing that people need to stop really doing is that confidence piece. You need to stop being so afraid that of that there's not enough for you out there. You know, there's a lot of this lack and scarcity thing of I've got to say yes to everything because I may not get another opportunity in the future. And if you're always coming from that place of lack and coming from that place of scarcity, all you're really doing is energetically pushing away any potential that you have for growth and expansion. So that's the first thing. You got to get over that idea that there's not enough out there. There's enough for everybody. And actually you create what it is that you want. If you want more money, you have to create that energy to make more money. And the second thing that people have to stop doing is, you know, just saying yes out of the gate. You know, there's a huge module that I have in Pitch It Perfect. The entire module is focused on negotiations. And that's for a reason, because a lot of times people won't negotiate. They don't even know that they have the capacity or the possibility to negotiate. And so they'll just take whatever it is that the brand gets, you know, offers them at, at the first time without really taking into accountability. Well, what are they asking me? What are the terms? What is it that I need to be focusing on? How much of you know, of my work, am I going to be having to give this brand, you know, at what capacity am I really working here? And is there room to potentially see more value in this and make more money? Because at the end of the day, you know, brands only pay you in what they value you to be. So if a brand is only offering you, you know, $1,500 for a slew of assets, it's because they're only seeing you valued at that. It doesn't mean that you're not that you're not valued at more. It's just that you need to do a better job at showing them that there's more value there. And and you do that by showing them more of you and your uniqueness. You know, what what is unique about you and your brand that makes you stand out, that makes customers want to buy from you over and over again? And so once you're able to really tap into that and show them that you have more value in what you bring, that's when your capacity to, to make more money goes up. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. It's like they buy from you kind of like they want you to represent your brand because um, they kind of do it for you, for your personality, and they know your audience will love it. So that's why they kind of value you at a certain point, a certain price. Yeah, and I'll give you a great example. There was a a girl recently that just took um, the Pitch It Perfect course, and she had been blogging for a little while, but she hadn't really been making any traction on her own, and she just kind of couldn't quite like figure it out. And what happened was she took Pitch It Perfect. Module one in Pitch It Perfect is all about like your brand and your branding and honing in on that. She was able to get through the entire course in about three hours and immediately started posting Instagram reels based off of what she thought that the brands would be attracted to, right? Just off of the, some of the strategies that I teach in Pitch It Perfect that she learned about branding and about showcasing her brand and how to kind of do that. And her reels ended up going viral. She put them on TikTok. They went viral there. Her Etsy shop sold out, which is just like this side thing that ended up happening because of the outfit that she was wearing. And she was able to get all of these brand deals just off of knowing what it is that the brand would want to see in her and and kind of learning how to do that within Pitch It Perfect. And so it's possible to make this work. It's not just about, oh, let me try to get this brand deal and make this money. It's really about how am I showing up, not only to the brands, but to my audience as somebody that they know, like, and trust and that they want to buy from, because that's the most important piece. If somebody, if your audience, if 
potential customers don't want to buy from you, then you're going to have a harder time at trying to pitch to a brand and saying, hey, buyers want to buy from me if you don't have that leverage to kind of back it up. So the more that you can really hone in on your brand and who you are and really showcase it uniquely, the more of a chance that you're going to have to really grab the attention of these brands and to um, get those deals. Yeah, and especially now with Reels and TikTok and everything, it's like so much you can do, like so many options you can show yourself. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And what do you think, what are five mistakes successful entrepreneurs make and how to overcome them? I think that there can be a lot of different challenges or mistakes, if you will. The one that I see a lot of times is that people tend to to focus on a number instead of on really their profit. And again, just kind of going back to, I, I help women make money. I help women who don't want to work for anyone else make a lot of money doing what they do. And I think the more time that you spend and energy on what you don't have, I don't have enough followers. The algorithm is, is killing my feed. I don't have enough exposure. I can't figure this out or whatever the negative talk that you're saying, you're putting all of the energy towards that instead of really focusing on what do I need to learn? Who do I need to become today in order to get the results that I want in the future? Because there's two different types of kind of entrepreneurs that I see or bloggers or influencers that I see in my community. It's the ones that kind of always sit back and wait around for their externals to change before they try to see success. And that's a big mistake over the ones that start working on today. What do I need to invest in? What do I need to learn in, uh, learn about, um, you know, and how do I need to start acting today to become that big influencer or that big blogger that I want to be in the future? So those are a few kind of mistakes that I see. Oh, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. What do you think as far as what should you do if you don't know where to start growing the business or your dreams? If you don't know, I mean, a, a big tip that I always like to give people is, you know, you, you want to look around at the people that you aspire to be, the people that, you know, inspire you, the people that kind of seem to have what it is you want. And start to kind of see like, what, what is it that they're doing? What do they invest in? What do they listen to? What do they, and it's not in a way to kind of emulate them, but it's, it's really in a way to learn for them. So if you're someone that's just starting out, you don't have a lot of money. I would say, you know, listen to podcasts. Google can be your best friend. Follow the people that aren't going to make you feel bad about yourself, but instead inspire you to, to continue on and to lift you up and to move forward. Follow those people, see what they have going on and, and see what you can learn from through that. It's very helpful. And also, I guess, hire a coach if you can. It's very helpful too. It is. I mean, and, and that's that's a huge thing that it always seems to kind of be the next step for people, especially those that maybe they've seen a, a little bit of success, but they're kind of, they've gotten themselves as far as they can. And, and that's kind of one sign that, you know, it's time that you need to hire a coach is that, if you've gotten yourself as far as you can and you kind of keep plateauing and hitting a wall, you may need to hire a coach. If you don't have a community of like-minded people around you, if you're the smartest person in the room, right, you may need to start hiring a coach. If you are constantly seeing, you know, constantly de dealing with, you know, the, the comparison issues on Instagram or you know, you can't seem to kind of get yourself out of the mental blocks, you know, that could also be a good time to, to consider hiring a coach. Yeah, absolutely. I think so too. Because if you're just being on one level and you're not moving forward, 
you need someone else to kind of guide you to expand and exactly. get on the level. Exactly. And, and that really kind of just goes back to the idea of believing in yourself enough to invest in yourself. You know, and a lot of times people will say, well, you know, Julie, I can't invest in this program because I don't have enough money or I can't invest here because I don't have enough money. And it's kind of like, well, how much is it costing you to not invest in it? You know, it's like you haven't invested in a program yet. And here you are complaining about where you are. You're not happy with your business. You're not seeing growth. You don't have the followers that you want. You don't have the reach that you want. And you don't have the money in your bank account that you want. So how much is it costing you to not invest in a coach or to not invest in programs that are going to actually teach you exactly what it is that you need to know to get everything that you want? It's really interesting how, you know, a lot of times people will psych themselves out. They're like, you know, I don't, I don't have anything I want, so therefore I can't move. I'm just going to kind of keep complaining about everything that I don't have that I want. And, um, and so the more that you can kind of see it that way. And, you know, another big thing is, is the lack of time. You know, a lot of times people will, will use that excuse of, well, I don't have enough time to do the things that I want. Like I want to have a successful business. I want a million followers. I want to work with the biggest brands in the world, but I don't have the time to make that happen. Well, it sounds to me like you're not running your life then like you're like your lack of time is running your life. And it's like, if you really do want it bad enough, I would hope that you would find the time. Right. So it's, it's, again, it's a lot, it's a lot of mental stuff that people need to, to really uh, get to the other side of. And you got to really ask yourself like the questions of how bad do you want this? Because there's going to be other people. It's not that other people have figured out some kind of secret to Instagram that you don't know, or they are prettier or smarter or thinner or whatever excuse that it is. It's just that they want it bad enough. And so you have to want it just as bad as the next person or even more than the next person in order to really show up and get the success that you want. Absolutely. And now, especially Instagram, it's not about being gorgeous and perfect. It's all about the more imperfections you have. Some people can relate to you. Yeah, it's it's just a it's a it's a tool to showcase your abilities and to showcase your brand and to showcase your business and to showcase, you know, your art and for some people who use it just for personal things, it's just a tool to showcase your family and your friends and your life, you know? That's all that it is. So how can you make that tool work for you not against you? Yeah. And you know, before when we were starting back in 2016, I know niching down was very important. Everybody was kind of narrowing their niche. But now I know that it's very more kind of broad. And well, I know there's some also theory about when you get big enough, you don't really need to niche down. But when you're starting out, you do. What do you think? I agree with that. And I think the reason why you probably think that now people aren't niching down as much is probably because you follow really successful people who started out by niching down. And now that they've gotten to a certain level of success, they're able to broaden that a little bit. So I'm a firm believer in you have got to become known for one thing before you can explode in anything else. And I'll give you some examples. Um, Let's think about Jennifer Lopez, right? What was she known? She was known as a dancer. She was a dancer on In Living Color, and that's how she got her big her big break. She wasn't a singer. She wasn't an entrepreneur. She wasn't a fashion designer. She was a dancer. 
But once she became known as that, it allowed for these other doors to open up. And now here we are 25 years later and Jennifer Lopez can do whatever she wants. Another great example of this is Amazon. When Amazon first started as a business, what did they sell? They sold one thing and they sold it really well. They sold books. Now, Ola, what does Amazon sell? Everything. What right? sell. Amazon sells any, it, it sells any and everything that it wants, right? Any kind of product that it wants, it sells. But it started off selling books and it was the best at selling books. So I am a firm believer is that you do have to start by being known in your marketplace and by selling something, one thing really, really well. And once you're able to do that, then you can kind of expand off and go into these different avenues. We see it happen in the entertainment industry all the time. If you think about Lady Gaga and Oprah and, you know, even Julianne Huff from Dancing with the Stars, they all started out doing one thing first and then expanded into all of these other things once they solidified themselves in the marketplace. So that's why niching down is so important because it's about solidifying yourself in the marketplace and becoming viable in the marketplace. And then from there, you can really do whatever it is that you want. Yeah, I think so too. When you build your brand already, then you can expand in whatever direction you want to take. Yes, because you got to build the know, like, and trust. If you're if you just if you just starting out and you start doing all the things, and you're not solidified in the marketplace, you're, you're going to confuse everybody and no one's going to buy from you. No one's going to trust you. No one's going to want to follow you because they're confused. It's not clear to them. You got to make things simple for people. You got to, it's not about being everything one. It's about being everything to one person. And once you can do that and then replicate that and repeat that over and over and over again and scale that, then you can expand out. And we kind of already touched base that, but what else can we add to how to land a brand deal? You know, I think the first step is really about getting, getting clear on your brand. You know, it's, it's not just about what they can do for you, but what can you do for that brand really coming from a place of service and really knowing who your audience is, because the more that you know, who your audience is, the, your audience is going to be the future customers of the brands that you're trying to land deals with. And you've got to be able to sell that to them. So what, what do you have to do today to get clear on who it is that's in your audience? What do you have to do to get to know them, understand them, figure out what it is that they want, figure out what brands they want to use. And then you can go after those brands and say, hey, I have this market here, this market of audience, this market of a customer base that want what you're selling. And I can be the caveat to that. But you got to know who you're talking to first. Yeah, I think so too. I agree. And we already kind of talked about negotiations a little bit, but anything else we need to know about negotiations? Just know that it's always possible. I mean, I'm I'm kind of a firm believer on, and again, this this goes, I, I talk a lot about it in Pitch It Perfect in module one, again, with knowing really your brand values and what is it that, that you're wanting, right? Because you got to get clear on what it is that you want, because that's going to really play into how you negotiate. So for example, if you're someone who really wants to work with, with Revlon, and maybe they're only offering you gifted product in the beginning. If you're somebody who really wants to work with Lev with Revlon in the future, you may take gifted products in the beginning in order to build that re relationship, as opposed to some other brand that you don't really care to work with that's only offer offering gifted, right? So it's really about before you can even get to the negotiation, you've got to get clear on 
who you are, what your purpose is, what your brand values are, and and how they apply to your branding and your pitching long term, which is why getting clear on your brand values is the first module and pitch it perfect. We go through so many different layers. I have something called the sticky note method, which allows you to kind of get all the clutter out of your head and really be able to niche down. So out of the gate, you know, you're you're going after these brands and you're pitching these brands with a really clear understanding of, of what your brand is and how your brand can help this other brand meet their revenue goals. Yeah. And before, remember, it used to be a formula on defining a perfect price. What is it now? Do they still use that formula or how did it change? How do you... You know, I think that it's changed. I mean, some people say that, you know, for, you know, it's it's a penny for every follower or it's a thousand dollars for every 10,000 followers. And I, I mean, I think that it's fine to kind of Google that stuff and use it as like a base if, if just someone kind of wants to get a baseline in their head, but it's so relative. And, you know, I've seen so many, inf- I've seen influencers with like, three, like I mentioned, 300 followers make thousands and thousands of dollars that like it has that, that equation would not make sense at all for them. And then I know, you know, followers that have, that have millions of followers who, you know, have taken gifted product because they've wanted to build relationships with the brand. And so the equation doesn't work. So I would really kind of take that with a grain of salt. It's really about, you know, the, the value that the brand sees in you, not so much this quantitative equation. Yeah, I see. And, you know, there are some content creators and there are actually some those who take it seriously and grow it use it as a brand and business. So what do you think, what's the difference in content creators who grow and engage and those who feel trapped in research? Yeah, well, I mean, I think what you're talking about is kind of that analysis paralysis, which really just stems from, you know, the defect of perfectionism. You know, it, people that that are perfect, want everything to be perfect, that are kind of afraid to make a mistake, they'll just stay in that analysis paralysis and research mode forever because it keeps them safe, you know? But I would just say for, you know, for for the people who want to make this a business, whether you're a content creator, an influencer, a blogger, or however you you label yourself, for the ones that want to make money, you got to get clear on what it is that you want. Are you the blogger that just, you know, wants to work with these with these influencer marketing companies, which don't give you any opportunity to negotiate? And if so, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Are you somebody who, you know, you see it more as a long game profitability and you want to take the time to build relationships with the brand yourself? So you cut that middleman out and you make all the money. That's another option. Again, it just goes back to you getting clear on what direction you want to take and what it is that you want for your business. I agree. And what do you think? How do you stay consistent in your content? I mean, I think that that kind of a loaded question. I mean, I think there's a ton of different strategies that you can use to stay consistent in your content. But I think the real question is, you know, why is it important to stay consistent in your content? And and at the end of the day, it's just the consistency is key. The, the main difference of, between people who succeed online and people who don't are the ones that consistently show up for their audience. They know who they're talking to and they stay consistent in that connection versus the ones that don't. And there's so many different ways that you can stay consistent based off of the platform that you're using or, or how you like to create content. But the main goal is to just keep it consistent. 
do you think it's really important to stay consistent? I guess like people learn about you, people know you already and they expect from you kind of, they're waiting, they're excited for it because, okay, what is she posting today? Like, I think it's, it's important to stay consistent, but I don't see people like posting every day or actually, you know, being that consistent nowadays. Before they used to post like three, four times a day, especially when we had that red race with Nordstrom and like to know it remember <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I mean I think again it just there's so many different like platforms within the platform now so for example someone may not post on their feed every day but maybe they're going on Instagram stories every day or maybe they're creating reels every day or maybe they're posting an IGTV every single Tuesday you know it's again it, it it's really about what does your audience need from you in order to stay engaged and also too, you got to think about it in terms of, you know, Instagram and the algorithm. So like, for example, right now, the is over indexing reels. So the more consistent that you are on reels, the more likely you're going to be seen right now, because that is the main focus on Instagram right now is making reels more of this prominent tool on the platform that people are using in order to engage. Yeah. So you just have to figure out what works for you and your audience and stay consistent at that. I agree. But what I've noticed with Reels, they don't really kind of expand and increase your analytics. They kind of probably give you that exposure overall for people, new people to see you. But as far as like stats, I guess like videos still perform better. Well, it depends on what your goal is. If your goal is for new people to see you so they buy from you, then then I wouldn't really say stats mattered at that point if your goal is is to grow your analytics for whatever reason your goal is then you know that may be one that you got to focus on but you know I know a lot of people right now that are killing it at reels and you know and and growing their following plus growing their analytics because they're getting new eyes on them every day and people are coming back because they like what they see yeah I guess it works that way too And as far as trigger words, what are they and how do you use them to attract followers and keep them? Yeah, so trigger words is a phrase that I created years ago, which are basically words that you create within your brand value that help you attract your ideal customer, your ideal follower, and keep them coming back. So it's the words that captivate your ideal follower. It's the words that connect. It's the words that Really, it's about talking in a way that your ideal follower can understand you and kind of meeting them where they are and talking to them in a way in which they can consume and that they like, so they keep coming back. Yeah, I agree. And we kind of touched base already this, but what other signs that you need to hire a coach? I guess when you're not growing, but any other signs? Yeah, we, we touched on that earlier. I would definitely just say the ones that we had mentioned earlier would probably be the best ones to kind of focus in on. And as far as your coaching programs, which ones and what are they consist of and which program someone should take? Like what are the levels? And Yeah, so for for someone who's out there who wants to learn, maybe they're a blogger and influencer and they're like, okay, Julie, I want to work with brands. I want to pitch myself. I want to get a little bit more clear about who I am as a brand. And I want to start to monetize my platform. And, you know, I also want to, because, you know, it's that they would take Pitch It Perfect and Pitch It Perfect isn't a grow your followers program. It is a 
pitch and make money program. But what you learn in that does help you grow because it helps you get clear on who you are as a brand and it helps you get clear on who your audience is. And the clear, the more clarity that you have and the more consistency that you have with that, it's like a domino effect the more that you're going to grow. So if, if, that is, if that sounds like who you are, then Pitch It Perfect would be the program for you. Now, if you are someone who has been you know, at your business for a while and you're making, you know, probably I would say between 50,000 and hundred K a year, your business, and you're looking for a little bit more support and accountability, and you're wanting to kind of take what you've been doing and really create a strong online business foundation, you would take the shine accelerator coaching program. And so that is a 12 month coaching program. You're with me and some other coaches and a community of women. And we go through month by month, very strategic and detailed strategies to help you grow and market yourself online. And then if you're someone who is already a six-figure entrepreneur and you're ready to hit that seven-figure level, that's when you would invest in my high-level mastermind, which is called Shine Elevate. Now, Shine Elevate and Shine Accelerator, both of the co programs are by application only. You have to apply. And then um, once we review your application, if we think that you're a good fit, we'll get on a call with you to kind of talk through them. Um, and those applications are open right now. It's currently December 1st. So they'll be open for the next two and a half weeks. They close down December 18th for the year. We only open those one time a year. Um, that way we can really kind of stay together and support each other um, through, through that next year. So those are the, the three different programs that I offer. Are those two, the last two are very time consuming? Like how much time would you need to spend to actually absorb all the information to the best level i mean to the best well yeah i mean it's a, it's a 12 month coaching commitment so it's it's really for those who are serious about taking their business to the next level so each month you've got like you know in shine accelerator which is our um which is our level for those that are making between 50 to 100k a year um you have a training video each month that you can watch at your leisure and then you've got four different coaching calls that you're invited to. You can come to all of them or none of them. Um, I would say, again, if you're investing your time, money, and resources for a 12-month coaching program, almost everyone always comes to all of them because they want to get the biggest bang for their buck. Um, so it is definitely a commitment um, for yourself to really invest your time, money, and resources to, to hit those revenue goals that, that you have. So that's why it's by application only. We want to make sure that the right people are in there that are ready to really suit up and show up and uh, and take it to the next level. And what are the main points? Like what kind of information do you provide on this last two programs as far as what areas of business do you teach how to run business? Yes. So it's, it's basically how to take your business and grow it and scale it online. So if you're someone who, you know, you have a problem, product or service, but you're wanting to scale that, we teach you how to do that. And we teach you through email marketing, how to grow your list. We teach you through online marketing strategies, how to create funnels. It's, it's basically an online business school uh, for content creators and entrepreneurs. And that's for the Shine Accelerator level. For the Shine Elevate level, that is a higher level mastermind. So that's more of a choose your own adventure. You come because those women have have seen, I mean, they're six entrepreneurs that so they've already seen, 
a certain level of, of success. And they more come in to not only get higher level strategy from myself and other coaches, but to really learn from each other. So what if someone has courses like teaching courses as far as Instagram or some marketing tools that will work for them as well, right? Oh, yes. Yeah someone's a, a course creator, like this is who that's for. That is a service and a, a course is essentially a product. So if there's course creators out there that are wanting to grow or expand their courses, uh, Shine will help them do that. I see. That's nice. And where can yes. the find you? Social handle information? Yeah. So um, of course you can find me over on the Influencer Podcast. I'm there every week with a new episode. And then on Instagram, Facebook, all the things, I'm at Jules, J-U-L-S, Solomon, S-O-L-O-M-O-N. And then my website is juliesolomon.net. And if you're curious about the pitching program, you can go to pitchitperfect.net and find all the information there. And if you are at a place that you are ready for that higher level coaching to build out a, a long-term business then you can go to juliesolomon.net slash shine, check out the two different levels we have and you can apply for the one that fits um, your needs. Great. Thank you so much, Julie. That was my pleasure. Thank you for being my guest. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday to support the show Tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.